Hi, I'm Kelsey Farias. And I'm Armando Farias. And each week we will be sharing knowledge and inspiration on becoming a better you. Feeling down, defeated, or looking at how to better yourself? We got you. Already successful? Great. Let's help you achieve even more. Sit back and get prepared to hear about overcoming challenges related to self-development, such as mental health, relationships, goal setting, personal growth, fitness, and dream building. Welcome Welcome to to Self-Love Sit-Downs. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. Kelsey and Armando here with you today. Thank you for tuning into this special episode. We have a guest coming to us. We have a guest that's started multiple businesses. She's thrived in education, thrived in her business, starting a family, moving across the state and starting from scratch. And uh, she's created multiple businesses and been very successful with it. Uh, Thank you for being with us, uh, Beatriz Merle. Thank you. Oh, I haven't heard my name in Spanish for a while. It's kind of nice. (laughs) So fancy. So fancy. So B, why don't you kind of tell us you know, a little bit of background, like Armando already said, you have multiple businesses and I would love to hear kind of how the businesses got started, how you got to where you are, like where these ideas blossomed. And then we'll just kind of like ask you questions along the way to dive in a little bit deeper in what that's look, what that experience has looked like for you. Yeah, for sure. No, I love that. And it's funny because I, as you guys are talking about this, I'm like, gosh, like it still kind of blows my mind. I'm like, I have multiple businesses, like what? Mm-hmm. And I think it, I think people look at that and they think, oh my gosh, like that's a big deal. And then you, but the thing is, it's like, once you get going on one, then it gets easier over time. Yeah. And it makes me think of, I don't know if this is true, but I think of when moms say like, oh, the first one's, you know, it could be hard. The second one, oh my gosh, it's super hard. The third one, oh my gosh, we're like, you know, overtaken. But after like the fourth and fifth, apparently gets easier. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true, but I don't want to stick around that. and try to figure that no. out with kids. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No, I don't. And so I think of that like, oh, that's kind of an interesting analogy to think about. Maybe this is the same thing with businesses. So yeah. I don't know. Um, but it's interesting because if you would have asked me when I was going to school or growing up, I would never have thought that I'd be an entrepreneur or own my business, own my own business. And I think that a lot of it stems from, I just recently talked about this in my stories is that you have to think about like, okay, what, how were you raised in your family? Were people in your family already entrepreneurs or were they employees? Like what was the, what was the way you were raised? And I was raised with parents who were employees. Right. You know, they came here, they immigrated here, they worked their butts off. They taught me work ethic. I grew up working in the orchards every summer and I just made it happen. And then as I got through college thinking, okay, I'm going to major in business and marketing and I'm going to make all this money. Cause my biggest dream was like, I want to travel the world and do what I want wherever I am. And I just want to like make a lot of money. Which I, think I was, is, which I think is a lot of people's dream. That's, that's, their, yeah. that's their dream. That's what they want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like with parents who are coming here from another country, like you want to do better than them. Like anybody, any, even if you're not coming from another country, like parents still want you to do better than they have done. So that was my thing is like, I just want to make a lot of money. Like, can it, can we just make a lot of money? Yeah. And so that's kind of where it stemmed from. And then as I was going through college and I had my other brother, our other brother, um, he's the one that introduced me to network marketing. And this was my first kind of, I guess, I don't know what the word is. First dabbling into entrepreneurship. Yeah. Yeah. Even though like in network marketing, some people are like, it's not really your own business because you're not providing your own products and it's not your own. So it's like, but there was the other aspect of it that I learned mentorship, that I learned coaching. I learned the grit. I learned the tenacity, what it takes to be focused on your goals and figure out, okay, how do I make life happen? And I didn't learn that through school. And so here I am, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. And um, then I started my hair and makeup business. So I was a makeup artist and that happened very organically too. It happened through a friend she was doing. Okay. So let's backtrack new photographer in town and she's doing high school photography and uh, she needed a model to train this other girl. And somehow I ended up doing that. And then she said, here's my vision. I want to have a hair and makeup artist. At this point, I was not a hair and makeup artist. I was just a girl who liked doing hair and makeup. And I was like, well, I could do that. So I organically just started this hair and makeup business with this gal. 
And then I started looking more into it. After like a year, I started really thinking like, is this what I want to do as a career now? And then I realized it's weekends, summers and weekends. And that's one thing that I think people should also consider when they're looking at businesses is to think, okay, what's your schedule going to look like? What is, yes. What's your busy season? Are you okay with that? Like wedding photographers, I think about them all the time. Like they are busy people. Yeah. And so I just started thinking about that. I'm like, gosh, I really love doing hair and makeup, but I don't like the schedule. And so I chose not to pursue that. And then around that interesting thing too, that people don't think of, and this is a conversation my business coach and I recently had was we were talking, you know, long-term business goals. And she asked me the question of what does your ideal day week and month look like? And I really hadn't thought of that for myself because I'm really starting to transition my business into more of like, I'm going to step into a CEO role and Mm -hmm. kind of step away from coaching. And so painting that picture really created clarity for what the next steps should look like. And if somebody's thinking of a business idea, you do have to think of that. Like, what does my ideal day look like? What does my ideal work schedule? Like how many hours a week do you want to work? Because that's another Mm -hmm. piece of the puzzle. And so I think that is like such an interesting thing that I recently had an aha moment with. So I think that's important when somebody's thinking of starting a business, like does that align with your ideal life? Yeah, absolutely. And then also thinking, like when you're an employee, like working for somebody else, like you're given a certain amount of hours you're going to work. So, you know, when you, what time you're going to clock in and what time you're going to clock out when you're an entrepreneur, like you're working all the time, Yeah, you know, like for yeah. me, like I'm sending invoices, I'm doing things in the evening and now I have a child in the mix. So I'm trying to figure out like, okay, when can I work when she's, you know, sleeping, things like that. I think that's really important for a lot of our listeners that are females is when they feel like I can't do it. I can't pursue what I'm wanting to do because I have a family, because I have kids. And uh, I think you're an example of just that. You got to find a way. If you really want it, you're going to find a way. You're going to do it in the evenings when the when the baby's sleep and when the kids are at school, when everything's happening, you got to find that way. And, and you've done that. You've done that. You've figured it out as difficult as it is. But the nice thing is, since it is your own business you can set your own schedule. Like if you want to start later because you know you're going to work into the night, you can do that. If you want to start earlier, you can figure all that out. So that's, I think that's one of the beautiful things about running your own business, owning it, especially with the family is you have that flexibility. Exactly. It comes down to what do you value more? Do you value your time more or do you value your money more? And something Mm -hmm. that I like, this is like a big shift in my mindset as becoming an entrepreneur is like, my time is my money. Mm -hmm. If I can hire somebody to do something and they cost less hourly than what I can go out and make, then it's more valuable for me to spend that money and really think of that time slot that I paid them to do that and say, okay, I better utilize that time because there's money going out. I better be doing something that's going to bring that money plus some more in during that time. And so Mm -hmm. I think that's an interesting shift that people have to get used to is like, Mm -hmm. okay, you know, cause a lot of people are like, oh, well, I value my money. They don't even think of it as well but I value my time with my kids more, you know, that usually isn't the thought process for people. And I think that's something that more so comes with entrepreneurship is like time is money. And because we're not trading time. Well, I mean, everybody's trading time for money technically, but like for me, my mindset is I can always make more money. Like I'm, I'm a hustler. I will find a way to make money, but I don't get time back. So how I spend my time is very, very important to me. And so I think that's, that's a good thing for people to hear because I very, very recently really had that click for myself. And that's been a big thing where now I ask myself, okay, in this situation, how long will this take me? How much could I hire it out for? Because that might be more valuable to me and seeing that Mm -hmm. exchange in that way has really forced me to outsource more things than ever before. Yeah, that's amazing. That's so good. And that's a good takeaway because it's true. I think that when, um, when we look at it as an employee, um, when we're employees and we're thinking, okay, how do I, what do I do to get my business going? 
it takes that way. And you guys talk about this all the time. It's like, there's these mindset shifts or these perspective shifts that it needs to take that we need to do in order to realize, okay, our mindset has got us right here. If I want to do things differently, I got to start thinking about things differently. Like people, and we talk about this all the time, like Jarrett and I talk about this all the time. And I've told you guys a million times. It's like, Find people who have the fruit on the tree, who have the life that you want, who have the marriage you want, the relationship that are the parents that you want to be one day and go ask them questions and go find out, okay, how are you guys doing this? Because sometimes we don't know what the heck we're doing. And I don't think anybody really knows what they're doing. No, (laughs) no. But we're all just obviously, out yeah. figuring it out, just, failing yeah. forward. But that's the biggest thing is like, be curious, ask mm-hmm. somebody who has what you want or is where you want to be. You don't have, like the person doesn't have to know it all. They just have to be a step ahead of you. And that's it for you to learn something from them and collapse time. That's a one thing like with coaching, that's coaching. You're collapsing mm-hmm. time. All that information is out there, but do you have the time to go out and learn it? Or do you just want to pay somebody who's already done that work? Exactly. That's, that's exactly what hiring coaching does for you, you know, which as you know, mm-hmm. but I guess we'll get into that. So after you decided no weekends and all summer, I'm not <laughs> committing to that. What was your next step? So at that point, I, we, Jared and I got married and, uh, he's always been an entrepreneur, like in his early twenties. And at that point he had a window washing business. That was like the basic stuff that he did pressure washing. And I was looking at like, now we're married. I'm like, you're making pretty good money doing this. I was like, what if we teamed up? So that was my first exposure to kind of running a business. However, if you're any, you know, familiar with the Enneagram, he's an Enneagram seven, just <laughs> all over the place. Like just things were very different. And I'm a one which is like, I want to know when I'm a woman too. So like, I want to know what's happening. I want to have security. I want to have stability, yeah. which is in the business world. Like you're, that's a big, you know, that's a big, secu- yeah. The puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So around that time, um, I had a friend who was like, Hey, I need help cleaning a house once a week or every, I think it was like every two weeks. She's like, do you want to come help me? And I'm like, I am Mexican, but I do not know how to clean houses. <laughs> <laughs> because I grew up, um, I was involved in all these sports and, and not sports, but dance team. I was in going to school. I was going to work. And my mom, like my parents were very supportive of all that. Like, yeah, go do those things. And so I didn't like, I like, don't remember really growing up and cleaning. So she's like, it's fine. I will show you how to do this. So a few months later, here I am. Like, she's like, I need, I need to get rid of some clients. Do you want to take some clients? I'm like, um, sure, I guess we'll do that. And so I just learned how to do things. And oh, I was speaking of like figuring things out when you're a new business owner, I had no idea what I was doing when I was bidding jobs. And I would yeah. so like, I bid so low the first like few months and I had to learn how to get really fast very quickly, which I think yeah. now we're so recently I was talking about the fear of failure. That was some serious failures that I was doing. But there's always a lesson to be learned through that. And I learned how to get better at cleaning and bidding and doing all of that. So here I am now organically have a cleaning business that I started in the end of 2000 or beginning of 2015 is when it all started. And then, uh, yeah. I want to point something out for our listeners, just in case they, they, they missed it. I think it's really important is both these businesses that you're talking about, you weren't even trying to open a business. You weren't even trying to make it a business or make it a hustle or anything. You just fell into it and you made something out of it. And I think that's really important for a lot of people that don't know. They're trying to figure out exactly, okay, what business can I start? What can I do? Sometimes it just takes doing life, just doing your normal. Yes. And then it just, when the, when you least expect it, it happens. Blossoms mm-hmm. into more. And I think that's really important. I think that's a key point that, uh, that I think that you, that our listeners need to take away from this. I think looking to when, if you're, if you know, you have a different mindset and you're like, oh, I would love to be a business owner, you know, some things to think of is like, okay, what do I like to do? What isn't going to feel like a job to me? Because if mm-hmm. you can turn a hobby into a side hustle, that could even blossom into more. And mm-hmm. so I think a lot of times like the perfection we don't want to start something till it's perfect, till mm-hmm. it's ready. In these mm-hmm. situations, even as an Enneagram one, the perfectionist, <laughs> you were not perfect at these things. You said, no. I did not know what I was doing, but I just figured it out. And I think that's an amazing lesson because that goes against literally your core 
of who Mm -hmm. you are as an Enneagram one, you want to wait until things are perfect. But through this, you wouldn't have thriving businesses if you would have waited till things were perfect. Mm -hmm. You just kind of figured them out as you went, failed forward. And I think too, another notable thing that you talked about is like, I had to just figure it out. I was bad at these things. But I think that a lot of times we need to look at those instead of as looking at them as failures saying, okay, I needed to learn this lesson in this way, or I wouldn't be excelling or doing as well as I am now. Because if we, if we don't get hit in the face with, you know, doing things wrong, a lot of times we would just keep doing them slightly wrong, but it wouldn't be big enough for us to make a change. Right. Mm -hmm. So a lot Mm -hmm. of times we need to get like slapped with reality to go, Oh, that's not working. Maybe that needs my attention, you know? And so I think that's another thing in business that people don't realize they just from the outside looking in, they're like, oh my gosh, she has it all figured out, but they don't see the crap yeah. we go through, you know, <laughs> yeah. the failure. And also, no, and that as you were talking about this, I was also thinking at this point of my life, I had been around, um, you know, with the network marketing p- company that I was with for five years up until this point. So through that, I'd already learned a lot of failing forward and, you know, doing things that were uncomfortable and learning the mindset and perspective and all of that. It's like, you have to change your mentality. If something doesn't go your way right now, just learn from it and then figure out how do you, like you're saying, like figure out how do you move past it? And gosh, I learned so many things between that time to build that business that I look back, I'm like, Oh my gosh, like I was stepping out of my comfort zone every freaking day. And that's what people don't understand that it's like, when you're going to start a business or do any kind of business, like you're stepping out of your comfort zone every day. And then at one point you will feel comfortable before this podcast. I was asking you guys like, Hey, do you get nervous with this? And Kelsey, you're like, I don't know, this is totally normal. But Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm sure like the very first day you're like, I don't know. Well, okay. This is like, you know, it was terrible. I was sweating. We were in our old house and we had terrible lighting. And so we had all these lights on us. And I was like, we were trying to do video at the time, which now we're doing video. And, you know, this video might make it to Instagram, but doesn't make me nervous anymore. But at the time I was literally sweating and I was so nervous, so many ums and different things that it was just like a little bit of a dumpster fire, you know, but now it's just like, okay, cool. We're rolling with it, you know? And I'm like, you know what, if, if we're waiting to be perfect, we would never launch an episode. Like, you know, it just wouldn't happen. So it is, you just kind of learn along the journey. You learn the lessons you're supposed to learn in the way that you have to learn them. You grow from it. And I think that's another notable thing is like, you're just figuring things out as you go. Like you said, you're uncomfortable. It's Mm -hmm. that's what growth is. If you're too comfortable for too long, it means that you're, you need to, you need to be leveling up. You need bigger, you know, that's, and that's a hard thing, but man, it's a lifestyle, you know? And Mm -hmm. I feel like in the beginning, you talked about all your different businesses and how you never would have thought that you would own multiple businesses, well, now us kind of dabbling in multiple businesses, you know, we have like our rental, we have my coaching business, and now we're getting into the conference business is like, once you start one, it's almost like an addiction. I feel Oh yeah. you just kind of are <laughs> See, like, okay, easier, yeah. what's next? What else yeah. could we do? You know, we yeah. talked about refinishing furniture and doing that as another job, you know, it's just wild. Like where your mindset goes. I want to, I would love to do an Airbnb, you know, it's just like the, I feel like once you get past that first hurdle of that first business and seeing what you're capable of, it's like, Oh, okay. You open that first door and you see how big the world is. And it's like, wow. I really needed to open that first door to see what was possible. And Mm -hmm. that's what I feel has happened for you, you know, just knowing your whole situation and how everything has blossomed, you know, so you have everything cleaning services. What else? What else? Cause I know you've got more. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the interesting thing about the, so I did the cleaning business for many years and then we were going to have our daughter and I said, okay, I'm done with the cleaning business. I'm not going back to this ever again. 
and um, Jared has his construction maintenance, like doing just a bunch of everything. And so we figured it out. Okay, I'll be done with the cleaning business. And around that time, or no, wait. So then I don't have the cleaning business for that entire first year of Eleanor's life. And I mean, she's still alive, but <laughs> no, <what> I mean, <laughs> oh, that sounded really weird. Um, but so last summer, I was um, debating, like I started kind of questioning the network marketing business that we were a part of. And that's when I really started thinking, like, is this really what we're going to do for the rest of our lives, doing it this way with the way things are going and everything? There's a lot of changes that were happening. And I was just like, I don't know, like, I just feel like there's constant change. And I just realized, like, I don't know that I want to keep doing this forever. And this was a huge, huge decision for Jarrett and I. Because Jared and I met through this industry, like we had the same mentors and he'd been around it much longer than I had at this point. And so we were talking about it for months. It took about, I think like six months, just going back and forth and just like really going and figuring out like in our heart, like what is it that we want in life? And we decided to step away from the the business building side. And around that time is when I hired my first coach. Because I realized I'm ready to pivot. I'm ready to do something different in my life. And I've always loved the coaching and mentorship side of network marketing. I love helping people. I love just seeing them blossom. And so mm-hmm. um, so then I hired my coach and she, we worked through, together. And like I think a couple months into it, she's all like, why aren't you capitalizing on this cleaning business? I was like, well, what do you mean? She's like, why don't you have employees? Why aren't you building a team? Like, why aren't you using this business? And I'm like, gosh, I like, I told her all my excuses as to why I had never started a a cleaning, a a team of people, which were all stories I was telling myself. Yeah. And that's another big thing that I think that a lot of us have all these stories in our head telling us why we can't do things. And it's stories either we've told ourselves or stories that other people have told us. And now we've made them our own beliefs, our own truths. And so here I was thinking like, oh, well, employees this or employees that or like the taxes or like the blah, blah, blah. And she's all like, what? Like, what? She's like, I've anyway. So she walks me through this whole thing. I'm like, OK, so I relaunched my cleaning business. But this time I have an employee, which I literally manifested because I was like, I am not going to hire somebody unless they're at my capacity, like my level of cleanliness. Yeah. And so the first girl that I interviewed on, I found her through Indeed. And I'd never done this again. So here I'm going out of my comfort zone. Not only am I starting the cleaning business again, but now I'm like hiring an employee for the first time. I'm using Indeed because of COVID and people and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, I need to do this 21st century style. So I ended up talking to her. We ended up going through their interview process. She's awesome. We worked together a few times. And then she's all like, you know, I can clean by myself. Like, you don't need to come clean with me. And I was like, okay. So I'm like learning how to like, step out of the business side of things. Yeah. So then we get that going. And mind you, during this time, we're also talking about moving to a different state. So she knew this. So we talked about all this. And uh, the goal was to move in April. We made it happen. And then we move here. And I start looking at what we're going to do next here in this area. And I'm like, I think I'm going to start a cleaning business again. So my goal again was to do it all over again start a cleaning business with hiring somebody and doing it that way. And then after a little bit of market research, I figured out that this town is very small and it's better to get my name out there because nobody knew who I was. They're like, why would I hire this girl who just moved into this town with like, they? it's just the way people around here are. And it's not a story I'm telling myself. It's literally (laughs) like, it's literally like, this is like, I had to go old school. I was like, okay, I'm going old school. I was doing bids through like an a format, an email format, like doing it that way. And I had to go old school here. I had to like go to houses and like do the bids that way. So I restarted my whole cleaning business here, have a full schedule now, a couple of months into it. I used to work like two to three days a week. So my goal right now is I'm going to get established in this town for the next, by the end of this year, my goal is that starting in January, I will have an employee so that I can step away. So I have a plan. And that's the thing that it's like, sometimes we think, the perfectionist of me, I guess, is like, you have to set goals for things still and figure out, okay, sometimes you just have to go back to basics yeah. and go like, okay, going back to basics and it's okay. And not feel like it's a bad thing yeah. because we can totally feel right now. I, I could, especially me, we are again, as a one, I am the most judgmental person towards myself. We are so critical of ourselves and everything we're doing. And I could sit here and talk about like, I can't believe I'm doing this. I can't believe. And I will catch myself doing that. And Jarrett will stop me and be like, B, 
Let's remember what the goals are. I'm like, okay. So that's where we're at right now. And then um, a few months ago, I don't can't remember when it was, um, we had an opportunity where uh, there's these 24 by 24 lock cabins that a company nearby is making these. And he says, I don't have time to be the sales guy. Do you guys want to sell these for me? And so now we're selling these lock cabins. So that's been another endeavor that we recently took. And as any business, now we're learning a whole new type of business because we're learning about what it takes to have the permitting and the contractors, like how are we going to, so it's been really interesting, like figuring out, but again, if we would have waited this whole time to try to figure out all of the little things, then we would still not have the business started. And we realized like, you know what, like we have an idea going, let's get it out there. Let's get our name. Let's get this going. Let's create some excitement. And in the process, while people are like asking us questions, we're figuring things out as we go. And it's, I mean, like there's stuff that right now we're like, okay, we didn't know that was going to happen. Yeah. Like how much money it costs to put a septic in, you know, things like that, that it's like, it's so different everywhere. And we're like trying to figure out like, how do you charge people for this stuff and give them a bid? Like, this is how much it's going to cost you. Yeah. So we're figuring it all out in the process. So I do have a question and this is, I think this is good for our, our listeners too, is how long, how, how long were you in the, in the, the network marketing business before you stepped away from that? I was around it for 11 years. So I just want to, I want to point that out because I knew you were in it for a long time. You were in it for 11 years. And after 11 years, you're like, you know what? I'm done with this. This is not where I want to be. I want to start something new. So for the people that tell themselves the story of like, I've been at this job for 10 years. I've been doing the same thing for 10 years or 11 years. I'm just going to stay here because this is where this is where I'm going to be. The, you don't have to stay there. That's you can story. make that change. You're telling yourself that the, the life you're living now is because of the choices you're making right now. And yeah. I think mm-hmm. that that's really important that you that you did that because you stepped away from what from everything that you knew. Yeah. Start something completely new. And that's scary. Because you're stepping out of your comfort zone, but I can guarantee that five years down the road from now, you're going to look back and be like, that was the best decision I could have made. I am already thinking that. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's important too. There was a story that I heard one time as humans, when we have invested time or money into things, we feel the need to see it through, which, Mm -hmm. which I think is true. Some people, some people really struggle with commitment, but when you've been pouring money and time into something, we feel like, oh, I just have to keep doing it. Um, the story that I heard, they were talking about this money pit house, how they had invested this money. Somebody came and said, hey, we know you need to do this, this, and this with this house. And we know you don't know how to do that. We specialize in that. Can we buy it? And the people were like, no, we, we won't make the amount of money we thought we would if we sell it to you at that price. Mm-hmm. So we want to do it. And they spent twice as much money. They yeah. spent twice as much time. They ended up losing money because they held on to that idea of I've already started this. I have to see this through. And I think like, this is kind of counterintuitive to what we normally teach is like, you know, see a commitment through, but if you like in a situation with that, where you had been in this network marketing for 11 years, Jarrett, wasn't he in it like close to 20? Yeah. I think he'd been around it for seven years before me. So yeah, okay, 18, so 18 years. years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, that's hard to let go because he grew you, up in this business. Yeah, yeah. You literally have created a life around what this is going to do for you yeah. around these people. And yep. so it's hard to let that stuff go. But at some point when we have that gut feeling like this career isn't working for me, or you have a heart, your heart is pulling at this business idea. It's like, is it scary? Absolutely. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of times we think of the negative, we think of, but what if I fail? What if yeah. you switch the narrative and the mindset and say, but what if I don't? What's yeah. possible? What could I do? What have I seen others do? You know, and so I think it's just, again, kind of like we talked about already is like going back to that mindset of, what does my future life that I want look like and how can I get there and what's holding me back currently. And in your situation, the network marketing was really 
holding you guys back in a lot of different areas. And you had to learn that lesson, but you also learned the skills that have now helped you build all of these businesses, including another business that we haven't even gotten to yet. Beamerall coaching that is only like, not only fulfilling you in a way that you weren't being fulfilled, but also you guys, you know, are making so much more money from these businesses because Mm -hmm. of the skills that you learned in that lost cause of network marketing, you know? So I think that's an also an important lesson, but talk to us a little bit about Beamerall coaching. Yeah. The exciting thing, the one thing that like, you're, it's interesting you're talking about, like, as you were talking about that, I was like, that is a really good explanation of what happened. But like that idea of, um, you know, the quitting versus like failing at something. Can I talk yeah. about that for just a minute? Because I think that we get really caught up on that feeling of like, what is that? And then you said, but what would happen if you did change? What would happen if, what, what if you did have that change? And that question got me more excited than scared. And that's when I knew it's time for a change. Being here hurts more. It's like a better relationship. Yeah. Yeah. It hurts more. Yeah. It hurts more to be here still than it is to cut ties and say, all right, let's move on. Let's move to the next thing. And that's the whole point of like, one of the things that why I hired that coach was because, um, I, I was ready to so she also has a coaching business and I loved everything she was doing. And so through that, and she was also in network marketing in the past, same thing where she realized, I don't want to keep building a business for somebody else and have a team of people that I'm coaching. Like I want to build my own coaching business and start yeah. coaching people through my experience. And I'm like, I started told her, I'm like, I want to do what you're doing. Like, this is what I'm excited about. I want to help people in whatever they want to pursue in life and help them figure out how to get rid of those limiting beliefs and all of that. And it comes down to the whole idea of like, you have to be in alignment with what you're doing in life um, to feel good about what you're doing. And so that's when I decided like, okay, I want to coach people. And that's where it all kind of unraveled and it is what it is today. And it's been a really cool experience. The biggest thing that I've learned through this process is my own getting rid of all of the old habits, getting rid of all the old stories that I, for so many years that I thought were truths to me, but they were just truths to the system of what I was a part of. And I realized that's not who I am. I am, I am me. I am. I want to dig into who, what gets me excited, what gets my family excited, what, you know, cause if I'm happy, then everybody else is happy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think there's two points that I want to make to this. One thing you talked about is like a toxic relationship And I think anybody who's been in a toxic relationship will understand how scary it is to think of leaving because you you're unhappy where you are, but the thought of the unknown almost seems scarier, but you're choosing your current misery over discomfort, temporary discomfort. Yeah. And so when we're talking about a relationship, building a business, leaving a job, whatever it is, you have to decide that I'm worth it to take the risk to have the best life because the current life is not my best life. And I know that, but it's comfortable, but you have to get uncomfortable because that's where the greatness happens. So that's the first point. Second point I'll say is what people don't understand about building a business is you are your business. You're talking about Mm -hmm. all the limiting beliefs, all the bad habits, all of the stories, all of these things. The thing, so I'm a big advocate, as you know, we've had so many discussions of coaching myself because of the fact that when you're starting or running a business, how you're doing, your business will reflect that 100%. Mm -hmm. And -hmm. so if you're scared to take that step, hiring a business coach can help you have the confidence to take that step, to Mm -hmm. move to the next level. And then when you get to that next level, you can hire another business coach or dig deeper with your current business coach to go to the next level. Mm-hmm. Because again, we have these, like, if anybody's heard of the upper limit theory, where we only have a threshold for so much, you need a help to get to that next step. And again, like we mentioned earlier, is like you're collapsing time, but you are your business. If you're scared to start a business, you need to take that step and invest in yourself because so much comes 
from investing in yourself. Yeah. You, that is something your investment, the rate of return on that can be limitless because of what power that instills in you and the skills that you'll learn, the lessons that your coach went through are going to help you avoid those terrible failures, you know? And Mm -hmm. so there's just so much value in hiring a coach and having somebody there and having somebody who is not emotionally invested in your business or your ideas say like, okay, let's do this. Or, Hey, let's try this. Or, Hey, I don't see you doing this. The accountability aspect is like a whole nother one. You know, there's just Mm -hmm. a lot that goes into it, but you know, both of us owning coaching businesses, I think I can speak for both of us is like the passion comes from helping people and that's really where it stems. So it's such a fulfilling career to be able to pour into others. And like you said, see them blossom from that. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. Yeah. And then it's like, I love what you've talked about this. And you said, you said this earlier, you said, all you have to be is one step ahead. Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes like, I'll forget sometimes like, man, girl, like you've done a lot. And I have to remind myself, like you do have what it takes. And that's the other big thing that it's like, we all have what it takes to do whatever we want to do. Yeah. It just takes a little bit of work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You've got to first convince yourself, you know, I think that's the biggest thing. And, you know, as you mentioned, manifesting is such a big component of that. So I would love for you to speak a little bit more on the manifesting, because I know you kind of briefly mentioned that you manifested that employee and, um, let us know a little bit about how else you've manifested for your businesses, the life that you're living now, all of those things. I do want to, before you start with that, I want to point out something that you mentioned too, and you you and I had a conversation about this uh, not too long ago, that you're starting to relearn and do things that feel good for you, that make Mm -hmm. you happy, because for so long, you were doing what the network marketing told you to do. This is what you have Mm -hmm. to do. This is what you have to do to build a business, which you have to, this is what has to get done. And you, you lost, you used to be that person that did things because it felt good to do it. And you lost that within the 11 years. And now you're having to relearn or reteach yourself that because you're, you want to be back to where you were and be like, I want to do stuff that makes me happy. That makes me feel good. That makes others, Because if I'm feeling that way, then that's going to go to everybody else. And I think that's really important that you, that you point that out because it's, it is something that uh, a lot of us struggle with is doing what makes us happy because we feel selfish for it. Yeah, no, that's, that's very good. I was, I was going to touch on that as we're like on the same wavelength because it's true that we all have it in us. We're all manifesting right now. Everything that we are thinking, everything we are saying, we are already manifesting these things. And so it, it really comes, if we take a, take a step back, it comes to that whole being aligned, being aligned with who you are and what you're doing in life. And that will trigger the manifestation that you're desiring to happen for you. And yeah, before network marketing, I was on a mission. I knew what I wanted. I knew where I was going. And if you're not coming with me, then peace. That was my mentality. Like, I don't care what you're doing. This is what I'm doing. And I was doing like, literally I did everything I put myself out for like that. I was like, I'm going to do this. And then I do it and do this. And I'm going to do, I had no mentors. I had nobody. It was just me and like on a mission. And so I forgot all of that because suddenly now I'm being um, mentored to say, Hey, we've done these things in the already, like follow us. Like we've done these things. And I'm like, so then I put my intuition aside. I put my alignment aside. I put what my heart and gut was telling me. And I just started doing these things because I was told that these are the things that you're supposed to do. Like you're mentioning Armando. And so now I'm like relearning, like, okay, I need to get back into my intuition. I need to get back into what feels good for me and what makes me happy. And once we can get to that point and it goes one more step, it's those stinking stories we tell ourselves that we've been told and, you know, surround yourself with people who want, who are doing more in life, who are thinking differently. And I was surrounded by a certain mentality and a certain perspective of doing things. And now I'm like, okay, be like, take what's, what, what was good from that. It's also like the grocery store analogy. Like when you go to the grocery store, you don't go in there and take everything you go in there and take what you need. So yeah. same thing. Okay. B now take what you learned from that, take the good stuff, learn from the bad stuff. Don't just like shove it away because then now we're 
suppressing our other things. It's like, no, yeah. take, like learn from the bad, take the good. And now let's move forward. And that's been like the biggest thing that I'm working through. It's like, okay. Like, and that's what I, I go back to in order to manifest. It does. You have to have all of these other things in place too. Yeah. And the thing is, like I mentioned, you can manifest right now. You don't have to have everything in order. Like don't get your ducks in a row. Like, Oh, I have to do this before I do this. Like sometimes we can get so like number one and number two and number three, just start doing things that make you feel good. As simply, as simple as like to get back in alignment, it's like, just do something that makes you happy every single day, whatever that is, Yeah, you know, whatever that is. And then once we get that momentum going on doing things, then we will start manifesting things a lot easier. And so I started doing this. Um, And that's when I realized, like, we've been talking about moving to Idaho for years. I've been wanting to move from the Bellingham area for years before even years. (laughs) (laughs) I've been wanting to move for a long time. Okay. I was done with the raid. And so now we're talking about moving and I go to Jarrett and I'm like, listen, like we've talked about moving. Like, when are we going to do this? And mind you, like, we're not in a position to move. Like when you think about like moving, it's freaking expensive. And we both have our own businesses at this point where I wasn't even, yeah. So so then here I am like, let's do this. And he says, okay, when do you want to do it? I'm like, let's do it by April. And we freaking did it. And we got his mom moved over by April also. Like that was a lot. And he had to transition his whole business. And now he's got his whole business going here and getting, you know, the locals to know who we are and everything too. So that was a big one. And I, it goes back to like, I don't think that would have happened if I wasn't like very in tune with what needed to happen. Absolutely. You manifested the hell out of that because oh yeah, you both had to, cause this, I want to say you told us in January, we're moving by April. And I was like to another state with businesses that you have to start over. Yeah. You know, that's crazy. First of all, like now that you've done it, I can call you crazy, but that just shows <laughs> the power of manifesting and how how strong that can be for the life that you want to live. And I'll tell you, you know, my example of manifesting. So we made vision boards this year and on my goals this year was to buy a boat. And I just pieced together based on my goals, pieced together this cute little piece of paper with some visuals of, you know, just images that came to mind for the goals that we had. I hang it in my office. It's hanging right here. I look at it every single day. I picked a random boat because that was one of my goals for the year. And come to find out, we bought that exact freaking boat. Like I literally well, managed. It looks the same. It's not that exact it's boat. It's not that exact boat, but <laughs> it looks exactly the same. And I didn't care about the color or anything like that. And we literally went all over, like Armando was looking all over the state for boats, like, and we literally bought the same looking boat that I have on my vision board. That's how hard I manifested it. So that's my experience with manifesting. And And that's just this year, but yeah, literally the power of manifesting is so big. And I guess this is kind of like the perfect segue into telling everybody that you're actually coming to the ignite conference to talk about just that and -hmm. the power of manifesting what it's done for your life, how it shows up all of these things. And I think that's going to be such a valuable thing because I don't think it's talked about enough, you know, manifesting Mm -hmm. the law of attraction, the power it has for us in our lives. And I'm super excited to learn from you on this topic because I actually, just so all of our listeners know, when talking about the conference, I knew that I wanted B to come and talk just because of a lot of the experience you've heard today, all of the things that she's done in her life and how she's gotten to where she is. I knew that she had so much value to give. And when we talked about her coming. I asked her, do you have a topic in mind? She was like, Oh, let me, let me kind of think on that for a while. And I was like, okay. I was like, you know, not to like stir you in a direction, but I kind of have like an idea for one. And I told her that I would love for her to talk on manifesting. And she was like, Oh, wow. Let me sit with that. Like that. I can't (laughs) believe like you feel that way about me. I was like, I just feel like that's the perfect topic for you. If, if I have to pick one. 
So she kind of sat with it and then came back and was like, I think you're right. I was having some imposter syndrome about this, but you know, you're right because I have manifested so many things in my life and it's like really shown up for me. And again, this just comes to show how, again, we feel like we have to know it all, but Mm -hmm. we don't. You just have to have had some experience, have a story to tell, be able to encourage and empower somebody else to have the same experience. So I'm pretty excited about it and can't wait to hear. And again, listen for, listen and learn for myself too. That's awesome. That's so cool. It's encouraging to hear that. And that you're, yeah, I remember the day you mentioned it. I was like, um, what? <laughs> and then, yeah. but you're, but as I started sitting, like what you're saying, I started sitting with it and I started thinking like, wow, there's a lot of things that I have manifested. I just had never thought about it as a way of teaching things, yeah. teaching it. And I've been diving deep into like, okay, how do I want to show up and, and, um, teach this? Cause it's, yeah. it's an interesting topic that like you mentioned, doesn't get talked about enough. Yeah. Um, I didn't grow up learning about it. Oh, me neither. So uh, now I'm like, okay, how do you turn around and teach this? And I think that's the biggest challenge in general that sometimes you'll meet somebody who has like an amazing life and they're like, and then you try to talk to them about it. They're like, I don't know. I just did it. And I'm like, you didn't just do it. Like, yeah, we need actionable things here. Give me the tea. I need the details, you know? Yeah. Yeah. In my opinion, why I believe that manifesting isn't as talked as much is because the manifesting has a bad rap, I think, because people are like, well, I tried that and it didn't work. I tried thinking I wanted a house or I wanted a boat or I wanted a new job or anything. It didn't work. But I think the key part of manifesting that I think that a lot of people miss and you can uh, you can agree or disagree. I'd like to I'd love to hear your point of it is along with manifesting, you got to do the work. You got to do the work behind. You can't just wish for something you yeah, be like I want exactly that. I want to wish for that house. I want to wish for that house. And then all of a sudden a year later, like I've been manifesting a house for the last year and it hasn't happened. Be like, well, what have you done to get you yeah. closer to your goal, to get you close to your, to your house? Cause I think that's a big part of it. And I, I feel like that's my opinion that why people don't talk about manifesting because they're yeah. like, well, I tried that. It didn't work. Mm-hmm. And it probably goes back to the fact that like, I'm not just that they're not doing something because that's obviously like a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you, if you want to have a six pack and you aren't working out, it's not just going to happen on accident. You know, yeah. you're not going to just wake up and be like, Oh, look, I manifested this. Look at me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. And you keep eating donuts, you know, it's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, and I love that you're talking about that with the action, but also going back and realizing and thinking, okay, is this also something that I truly desire? Is it just something it's, am I wishing for it? Like, it oh, yeah. would be kind of cool to do that, but it's like, no, let's figure out like, okay, what is it that you actually desire? That's going to bring you joy. Yes. A house would be nice. Of course, if somebody's thinking of a house, but yeah. then thinking, okay, what is it going to take in order to get that house? Let's break it down. And a lot of it's, yeah. you know, budgeting and blah, 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 all that, that goes into it. And then figuring out a game plan so that you can at least start working towards it and create that yeah. momentum to get that going for yourself, but it's not going to happen on accident. Of course yeah. not. It's not just going to like appear out of the blue. Cause exactly. wouldn't that just be nice? Mm-hmm. I think it is the, we've talked about this before on the podcast, as far as, do you like the idea of it or do you mm-hmm. actually want that? And that's yeah. the difference that I think you're talking about is like, are you committed or do you, are you, are you interested? Yeah. Are you interested? Yeah. Because if you're interested it sounds fun, but it, when it comes down to it, that's too much that, that feels too heavy for me. Or are you committed where instead of looking at it as, Oh, that's a failure. I suck. Like that didn't work. You see it as, okay, well that isn't the road. So maybe it's this one, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's another big piece of that puzzle. So one last thing I would love to talk about, because you have also been to a self-development conference and you've like done this whole thing. I would love for us to just kind of chat a little bit about our experiences, because I know most people have not been to a self-development conference. And so I think it would be good for them to just hear our different perspectives on it, because I think a big piece of this is people don't know what to expect. And so I would Mm -hmm. love for you to share a little bit of your experience with self-development conferences and what were some of your takeaways and, you know, how did you feel after and what did that do for you in your life? Yeah. Yeah. I know I recently talked about the um, concert analogy where if you've gone to a concert live, 
how different that experience is than to watch it on TV. It's two very, very different experiences. Mm -hmm. And that is literally the same thing that when you get around a group of people who are all thinking the same, there is an energy in the room that is just, it's incredible. It is amazing to, it's so contagious. I mean, have you ever gone to dinner with somebody who thinks like you and then you're thinking, you're talking business and suddenly you're like, oh my gosh, and you're getting all excited and your voices get louder and it's like, oh, this is so cool. I can't believe this. Same idea. Like you get around people who are on the same mission, who are wanting more out of life, who want to do more, get better, you know, up-level their career, whatever it might be. And what start a business or whatever it is like, or they want to like fitness, like they want to get in better shape. Like you get around people who are doing something that you want to do. It is freaking exciting. It's so good. So another great example to think of this is like, if you are religious or you have a spiritual path, or you believe in some sort of spirit guide, whatever it might be, and you get around these people, you feel the spirit. And we have to remember, like, we are spirits. We have some, we have this energy. And so it's the same, almost the same experience in a way where it's just like, you just, there's like this energy that you just, it is amazing when you, when you're there in person and not that you can't have that experience, like when you watch it on TV, cause you can still get excited at home, yeah. but imagine like, okay, here's another example. Wow. I'm getting into examples. Let's say you're watching a concert or whatever on TV by yourself. It's probably going to be different, but if you're watching it with a group of people who all are on the same page right. and they're all freaking excited. Suddenly yeah. you're excited to be around yeah. it too, to be watching yeah. it. I mean, con- if you think about it, it's really any big event. I mean, uh, a sporting event, a concert event. If you, yeah. if you, if you have faith and you go to church, I mean, whatever event you're going to, you're going to feel that energy. I remember uh, going to my first Seahawks football game. I was like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, I don't even watch football that much, but I am so excited to be here. <laughs> It's a different experience, a hundred percent. And I know for me, you know, I've talked about this here and there on social media and things, but my experience was literally my business was born from my conference that I went to. This podcast that we're talking on today was born from that self-development conference because I felt that energy that you're talking about. I felt that fire inside of me being surrounded by people who were saying, you can do this. It will be hard, but you can do this. Mm -hmm. Literally all I needed. It was like a switch flipped. I literally remember walking out of, I think day two of the conference. It was a three-day conference. I I would call Armando every day after, because I went with my best friend, Ariana and, you know, her and I would get all fired up talking about these ideas. I called Armando and I was like, the podcast was like on our 10 year goal list. I think that we had made. And I was like, we got to start it right now. We literally launched. So that was November, 2019. We launched the podcast in January, 2020. My business really took off in the spring of 2020. I have now, I mean, oh my gosh, like if I ran through a list of everything that happened from that conference due to me going, feeling that energy, leaving with this fire and drive and everything, the it's limitless, literally. I mean, so many things have stemmed from that. Friendships have stemmed from that. You know, our relationship, I think our relationship has really blossomed from that just because it forced a lot of growth on myself, which forced a lot of growth in our relationship for both of us. It brought me people that it wouldn't have otherwise brought me. Um, you know, it's obviously my main source of income now, which is obviously an extreme that won't be for everybody, but it's just, if you allow it, it can literally be a life changing experience at the bare minimum. You will leave feeling like you heard things you've been validated because I'll tell you, I know the speakers, I've chosen them all. Everybody who is coming to this, I have chosen myself. Every single one of these people have life experiences, have been through the trenches and will be somebody that everybody can relate to in some degree. 
and be able to feel like they're at the bare minimum, literally bare minimum, that they're not alone in the things they've struggled with. And Mm -hmm. we're going to be able to give you tangible things to help you with the life that you desire, whether you want to start a business, whether you just want to become a better person, whether you want to work on your relationships, whatever Mm -hmm. it is that you're desiring, or if you're just wanting to work on yourself, we're going to come with so many things that everybody will walk away with an aha moment. I can, if you walk into that room with the right attitude, you're going to walk out with a fuck ton of growth and fire inside of your soul. And that is like, that's why I started this. Like, this is absolutely terrifying to do for me, but if I can do that for somebody, like that's what I want. And I'm so excited for, you know, for this experience for other people. And it hasn't even happened. You know, it has. Oh, I loved it all. Yeah. No, I love all you're talking about because it's true that I, I didn't, yeah, didn't even consider the fact that when we go into these self development conferences, we think that it's just for us or something that we're going to, you know, take away for ourselves. But it's also like, how can we help other people by learning these things? And you're talking about like your relationship. I'm like, I can't tell you how many times I've gone to stuff like these and it's like helped our marriage yeah. in such great ways. And that's like, that's a big deal. Like, you know, well, if your relationship is suffering, your life is falling apart. Like, you know, if <laughs> anything simple, if, yeah, it, it truly, yeah. because that's like, that's like the base. That's like the bottom. Yeah. Of that's pyramid. the foundation of your life. And if you're, mm-hmm. even if you're single going to this fueling into yourself, you're going to step into a person that attracts the type of person that you want. You know, yeah. so even if somebody is listening to this and being like, well, I'm not in a relationship, so that doesn't speak to me. Okay. But do you have friendships? Do you want to be in a relationship at some point? Like working on ourselves literally is like the root of the tree. And that blossoms to literally all areas of our life, parenting, friendships, careers, businesses, all of these things come out of what we are. And that's what this is about is about working on you. And like we talked about, it's going to impact everybody in your circle. Everybody around you can benefit Mm -hmm. from this. Even if they don't go, they will reap the benefits of it, you know? And that's, that was really big, I think for me. And like what an experience to get to do that with my best friend. So that's another thing. Like if you have somebody, bring them with you, your sister, your best friend, your whatever, your husband, we actually do have a couple that are coming together. And, uh, she messaged me and was like, I'm so excited. I know this is going to be really big for us. I cannot wait. And like, that gets me so fired up to be able to just be a positive light in their relationship. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. And that like, oh my gosh, like lives will be changed. Lives will be changed. I'm excited. You know, know what's interesting. You're talking about that. Um, Jarrett and I, all the conferences we've gone to, we've all been together at them. Yeah. Every single one. Yeah. And so I, and it's true that when you're a couple and you're growing together, it, will really enhance your marriage, your relationship and oh everything. Gosh. And and not to say that it will be bad if your spouse doesn't come or your partner doesn't come, you know, it's like, it's fine. Like we, but the thing is like, we're talking about, it will spread to them yeah, because of your new energy. Yeah. But even being able to do that together, I mean, I can only imagine, cause I'll tell you some of the topics that are going to be covered they're going to touch on finances. They're going to touch on your relationships, communication, manifesting the life that you want. If you come to this together and you get to experience that together, there is Mm -hmm. just a level of commitment and accountability to the greater goal that I can't even imagine. We didn't even go to this together and look, we do this podcast together. So, I mean, that alone is proof of how that can impact that. I mean, I, Cannot wait till the day we can go to one I know. together. Oh, that'd be like, so fun. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> that'd but be great. I, I'm really excited about it. We're so yes. excited to have you and to have you Thank come you. speak to everybody, your experience in all areas, but like business and manifesting and just really the grit and alignment and you know, getting over those those stories and all of those things that we talked about 
all of that experience is going to make for literally a life changing conversation at the conference. And I cannot wait to be a part of it. And we're really honored to have you not just here, but accept our offer of coming to the conference and speaking. We can't wait. And I really appreciate you guys for even thinking of me as somebody to come and help and help other people and, you know, be a part of this. Like, this is a big deal. Like I am very honored and I appreciate your trust in me. Always. Great. This has been an amazing conversation. I mean, there's so many little nuggets that somebody will take from listening to this and so much stuff to learn from this, what what you've told us today. Um, But for all of our listeners, what is, if there's one thing that you want to hit really home for, for our listeners to take away after this episode, what would that be? Okay. So if you've been debating whether or not you're ready to start, whatever it is, whether it's a business or whether you want to change careers and you're ready to pivot and you're trying to figure out, okay, what's next? I encourage you to really step into that and start making some moves, start figuring out, okay, if you're not happy, let's get you in a place to be happy because life is, we, you hear that all the time. Life is so freaking short. Why are you sitting here being complacent about what's happening? You know, like it's not okay. Like in my books, it's not okay to be in an unhappy place. So invest in yourself, get yourself a ticket to this conference because this could be the one thing that helps you just figure it out. Yeah. Great. That's great. I think that's a great takeaway. Um, what's a, how can people find you? I mean, we'll put all your links in the show notes, but where can they find you? If people want to follow your journey, follow you, what you got going on and just follow you to, to see more of you as a person. Yeah. So you can check me out on Instagram. I'm at, at Beatrice underscore Merle. Okay, great. That's awesome, guys. Um, if you haven't followed, if you if you're not following her now, start following her because she's going to continue to grow and you'll be able to take so much away from her. B, thank you so much for being here with us today. And uh thank you. With that, I mean, we'll shut this episode out. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. If you like this episode, please leave us a review. In the world of podcasting, the only way to climb the ranks is by receiving feedback via comments and ratings, in return, reaching as many people as possible. As always, if you love this episode or know someone who would find value in this, share it with a friend and tag us. You can find us on Instagram at Kelsey underscore Teddy and Mondofarius05. For any additional feedback, you can email us at selflovesitdowns at gmail.com.